and welcome back to Work with Nina. It's another episode this week. Whoa. Hi everyone. My name is Nina. Welcome back to Work with Nina. Okay, I'm I'm so excited this morning because I finally set up my work from home work desk, uh, which is provided by my my company. Um, I really appreciate the gesture. Everything is new, brand new. Uh, I have a bookshelf. I have a very spacious workspace, work desk especially. The table is really solid, hard, and I really loved it. And I'm going to decorate it more in the coming weeks. And yeah, one of the things I love to do these days is room decoration. <laughs> Something that I've been uh been neglecting for almost like since I... We completed this house renovation two years ago, and now I'm gonna make an effort by uh doing more beautifying of this bedroom of mine because I'll be spending a lot of time here. So this is gonna be my sanctuary. <laughs> okay, uh, I know it's gonna be a an interesting episode because I'm talking about self love and self care. So how do you do like self-love and self-care, I mean, in your own way. In my own way is, okay, lately I've been taking care of myself in terms of making sure that I have my medicines taken on time and then I'll never miss any of my dialysis treatment and follow-ups. I know that uh, I have I, done uh, my mistakes uh, before, which is refusing follow-ups and I was scared for doing so, and I admit that, and then um, from there, I want to be a better person, so, um, talking about following up, uh, I'm glad that I have stopped uh, that paranoia in me, because one of the main factor of me refusing to follow up was, back in 2014, I witnessed two of my beloved, which my parents, my late parents, my parents, um, I have to take good care of them uh, when I was in the hospital. I lived literally in a hospital for almost a month and a half because I had to take care of both of them. Both of them um, unfortunately hospitalized uh, simultaneously. My dad was at the cancer unit and my mom was at the um, was it surgery and medical ward. Yeah because of her condition and also because they don't have a specific nephrology ward by then. And my mom's condition is due to her kidneys failing and my dad was on her on his end stage of cancer, uh, liver cancer basically, and he survived uh, with the cancer for, uh, for a good five years, which was... Uh, beyond uh, the doctor's estimation because when he was first diagnosed back in 2008, uh, sorry, 2007, the doctor was saying that he could have about a couple of months because the tumor is rapidly growing, but uh, they're still, uh, you know, giving chances but in terms of like providing um, treatment to, to minimize the growth of the tumor in his liver and uh, um, according to the doctor uh, well the tumor in the liver somehow can be removed uh, through this uh, procedure where they 
they use a needle, uh, a treatment, uh, a surgery treatment where they they actually use a laser to remove something like that. And it was the, it's a very new uh, procedure in General Hospital in Sarawak. And he was the pioneer then. And uh, my dad was fit enough to undergo that procedure and then procedure, procedure. And uh, fortunately, by, by then, um, the condition is getting worse after a couple of years. And we know the fact that my mind know, basically know the fact that my dad was not doing well, but I still have that tiny hope that all oh, things going to get better, things is going to turn out better for me and my family, but unfortunately it doesn't work that way. So my dad um, passed away in 2014, um, a couple of weeks later, my mom passed away as well. So it's a very devastating uh, phase in my life that I don't want to talk about it that much because I'm really going it again. And I get really paranoid when I was first diagnosed in 2018. And then they say that I have the same condition as my mom, which is my kidney, which is something I never expected for my age. And, but the doctor keep on reassuring me that the condition of my mom and myself is completely different. And mine was due to body immune, and my mom was due to a long-term diabetes and high blood pressure because he was, she was a diabetic and high blood pressure since she was in her early 30s. So, um, but still, uh, the idea of me possibly going through dialysis at that age was quite terrifying. And... One, that's one of the reasons I refused because every time when I go for my follow-up, I remember talking about this with my late friend Lynn and uh, she was like me and in a way that um, condition in, my condition is, is, although it's quite different, but we have to go through like hospital follow-ups and then every time when we do a follow-up, the doctor will not be giving us like good news. It's always something like, it's snowball to something that you know that when you hear it, it, it demotivates you. And if you if you have a, a good doctor, a nice doctor that gives you motivation, uh, gives you hopes, right? That's good. But if you have a doctor which is like not even a doctor or medical officer or even a houseman, they just reading through what the medical report, then it will be like a, a very directive instruction to you. And it's more facts than being human to the patient. That one of the reasons I felt demotivated to go for my follow-ups. So I self-medicated. Yes, I did. I self-medicated. I was just maintaining my blood pressure. I took some blood pressure medication, which was not the precise way of taking the medication, by the way. Uh, please, if you're listening to this, if you are one of those people that self-medicated, I wouldn't recommend you because it's uh, in the long term, it will bring more damage to you. I wouldn't recommend that. So, at the end of the day, you still need to get the um, medical advice from a professional uh, from the medical field. I decided to when when things happened last last year, twenty twenty, right? I realized that no, um, things have to stop. 
I have to change. Um, it's never too late for me to change. And consistently, I've been doing a lot of follow-ups with different uh, different departments, uh, especially that I'm now taking care by nephrologists, and I'm also taking care by the vesicular uh, clinic uh, under the specialist, where they're going to monitor the fistula, which is uh, the insertion for my dialysis on my left arm. Okay, Dr. Richard was... Uh, uh, the doctor who managed me and uh, that he was a young he's actually a young doctor who I really looked up to and he makes me feel very comfortable and he advised me on all the things that I'm curious about and the thing is lately uh, every time when I'm doing dialysis or every time I'm doing follow-ups with my doctors especially I would really get uh, a clarification if things that I'm not com- I'm not really sure of for example, the medication that I'm taking, the condition that I'm taking, because every three months I'll be doing blood tests to see what kind of improvement I am. And I mean, this is the first year. The first year, there's not another couple of months to go, which is January next year will be a complete 12 months. And then hopefully by then the doctor will give me some good news. And I'm so hopeful when it comes to my condition. Kidney condition is a very delicate condition, especially mine is under chronic. And then the only uh, treatment that's going to prolong or sustain my life is through dialysis, where they get rid of the excess toxic and also excess fluid. Because uh, the thing about people with kidney condition, we do not have the ability to uh, remove all this toxic and also removing the excess fluid. And hence, that's the reason why I have a very maintained liquid intake in a day, which is not more than a liter. I know it sounds tough, but I've been getting used to it. And I just need to avoid things like food that's too spicy, too salty, or too sweet. I wish it's not an easy because I love spicy stuff, I love sweet stuff. But I start to manage it and maintain it. I think this is one way of me trying to do a self-care and self-love. Other than that, I've been taking care of myself, like uh, in terms of like my um, like my uh, outside beauty, I must say. <laughs> I've been using a lot of uh, skincare and beauty care, uh, which is, I learned a lot from my best friend, Chas. She has been advising me on how to take care of my skin, especially for my age. And although some of the product I'm using is not that cheap but is worth it it's an investment and um, taking care of your skin is is a hard work and it takes um, a lot of time to see results you need to be patient about that other than that I've been learning on how to put on makeup and again it's a tip and tricks for my best friend she's a makeup artist that you guys should look out for she's amazing by the way she she did a lot of my makeup and then i can safely say she's my personal makeup artist yeah yeah i really appreciate her work and uh, i i don't get uh to because when you appreciate your friend's work right it's uh, only uh, only fair that you give like uh, a little token just to motivate them to to become better right uh, and then I I really appreciate the friendship that we have, and and uh, yeah I although because I've been working from home there's no need for me to look 
good in terms of like buying new clothes. I have not been buying clothes, new clothes for a long, long time. I've been put it on hold for many months because there's no need. I mean, like, uh, the only time I go out is very rare. And then when I go out, I, I have to go for my treatment. And then, by then, I have to be cautious about what I'm wearing because I cannot wear anything too white-ish because uh, fear of I might get that stain on and all. So I have to wear something like dark clothes or something comfortable. And because it will be under air condition situation, like four hours. So I need, and most of the time, it's just my, uh, you know, uh, a very thick um, sweater uh, that comfortable enough to warm me for a good four hours. And then, yeah, uh, a sock, that's it. So when I look back, like the new stuff that I own, the only time I was like uh, all art was buying the baju raya, baju kurung. That was from my friend designer, Jomiris Spagupta because I love the design so much for the Raya 2021. And I, I bought a few of it and then I decided to um, extend my choices of uh, designer wear this year, which is I uh, started to uh, wear uh, designers like Tom Abang Selfie and also a very good few from Zalora as well. Yeah, I'm not I'm not actually endorsing any of them. But yeah, um good stuff need to be mentioned. Yeah. So check out uh Shomir Iswa Gupta collection. It's brilliant. When I say it's brilliant, it is brilliant. And yeah. Uh I've been doing a lot of manicure and pedicure, uh, which is something that I have never done in my entire life. This is the first time I really take care of it because of one person that came into my life, they said, oh, you know what, you should do nails. You will look good on you. And then I was quite skeptical, but she just kept on telling me that, you know, I have a skin tone which match any type of color. So, yeah, I did. It looks good on me. So why not? So one of the things I've been trying to um, master is doing more manicure and pedicure on my own and taking care of my skin. It's another way of self-love and self-care. Talking about my own self-care and self-love, I just recently invested in something which is a new bed. Uh, my my old bed was 10 years old. <laughs> and I need a new bed because of my condition as well. And I decided to get this new type of mattress. And for the past couple of weeks, I've been having good night's sleep. I, I don't know whether it's just my normal method, but yeah, my body appreciates this new bed. <laughs> and then recently, my company came out with this policy that they will provide a subsidy for anyone who would buy things for the you know, well-being of working from home, uh, like a, a work desk, uh, an economic chair, uh, I took the opportunity opportunity to buy all this for myself, and I've been you know beautifying my room, uh, making it more um, comfortable for myself. I really like the fact that uh, my motivation towards making myself and my room looks beautiful is my next M. And I've been checking a lot of things from online shopping like Shopee, 
like one of the things that I'm planning to do is to put a lot more of uh, houseplants. I do have a few friends who's into houseplants and I might get their advice to buy which type of plants to beautify and decor my room. Other than that, another good thing that you should invest, especially for your room, is a humidifier with aromatherapy drops. Hmm. That is actually a brilliant way to calm yourself. I have two type of uh, uh, oil, essential oil that I put inside my humidifier. One is a lavender if I want to feel like I want to distress or if I feel that I've been, you know, most of the time after my post dialysis, I will get dry throat and then uh, sometimes runny nose. So I would put cedarwood. Cedarwood helps to clear my uh, clock nose. Yeah. It helps. And recently, my company, um, uh, we have this mental health awareness for 30 days, right? And then I decided to roll, uh, sign up for it. And uh, it's a good way for me to ensure that I will do something to improve my mental health for the next 30 days. So um, one of the things that my company did was they sent us those who sign up uh, a care package and they, inside the care package there's this origin brands body wash and hand soaps interesting and then these uh, essential oils roll on uh, especially to help us sleep better and i read on how to put on these essential oils and surprise surprise uh, it's not just on your wrist and behind the lobe of your ears but it will be best if you also put it underneath on your feet you know the feet has more pores interesting right for the last one week i've been doing that i've been practicing that and uh, it helps me to sleep soundly honestly and uh, I have this condition. This is something that only people with chronic kidney condition is. I have severe numb on my feet, on my legs. And uh, this is could be one of the side effects that I have to live with it. But ever since I've been putting this um, essential oil underneath my feet, both my feet left and right, it somehow reduced. Okay, it's not completely gone, but it reduces and it makes my sleeping at night or when I'm lying down more comfortable and I have less leg cramps as well. So it's a good sign. So essential oils and body wash and it's a 30 days challenge. Every day we have to complete one task. When you say one task, it's not something that severely that asking you to run a marathon or, uh, you know, uh, do like rock climbing or anything. It's more on a very uh, do it at your own pace and it's a brilliant way to rejuvenate your mental health. And I've been uh, reached out by most of my friends who thinks this is a brilliant idea and hoping that their company will also uh, take charge on, on, on acknowledging uh, employees' mental health. Depression is real. It's not something that we should you know, uh, belittle about, you know, it's something that everyone 
of us uh, can be, uh, you know, uh, every one of us is not immune for mental health. I think that the, the idea of when people say that the mental health is not real is they cannot see it. It's something that you feel and encounter it mentally, right? But when you have like severe coughing or fever, this is an illness that is very much visible. And there's, there's a physio uh, involved. But mental health is something even deeper. That, plays, that a lot of people doesn't know that it's actually um, involves the most important organ in our, our body, which is our brain. A lot of people doesn't know that uh, when, when mental health or depression, it's, it's um, very much related to our brain. And yeah, it's something that everyone should take note because we do not want our brain to be damaged because of this. It might be. You know, it, I mean, I might be wrong, but um, if you want to know more about how brain and depression is linked to each other, I, you can Google it. Yeah, uh, Mental health is something that everyone should um, take care of as much as that they can care of their physical health. And the last three years, everyone is accustomed to this new norm and we have more time to uh, deep dive into our not just uh, one uh, on our physical health but our overall health right and i really hope this episode uh, talking about self-care you enjoyed it and yeah um thank you for those who have been following me on this podcast series and this is our eighth episode if you have been following me since my pilot episode i really appreciate your time in uh, one of uh, my listener reach out to me they say that um, my voice my podcast uh, is the one that accompanied them when they do their daily walk which is ah. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate that, Esther. Thank you so much, Dad. Thank you for allowing me to accompany you anywhere, anytime uh, of your day. And I really hope that you look forward for my next episode. And I really hope that you also enjoy this piece of mine. Uh, uh, see you guys again soon uh, in the next episode. And take good care, stay safe. And remember, you can reach out to me. I be posting all my Instagram and my post, uh, my Facebook account, my social media. It's in this episode link. Thank you and stay safe and take care. Bye, lovelies.